Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo 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 you know what I'm saying? You took, you took my parking space? Yo! Oh, this this is, are we on to something? Is this the new Smurf language? Because <laughs> remember, they used to say Smurf for everything on the yeah, Smurfs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's kind of like how Groot, you know, you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, the tree. He just says Groot for everything. So we just say yo for everything. Like, yo. Look, that was another emotion perfectly conveyed with one word. Yo. I got yeah. it. All right. Um, it's deep. It's deep stuff here on Latinos well, Out Loud. Very right? deep. Very deep. Um, but we have a great episode uh, in store for you another guys. Another one. It's another, another one. one. Um, shout out to Frank. Frank is uh, not in this episode. Um, but um, as Rachel wasn't in the last episode, we, we miss her. We missed her in the la- um, uh, not in the last episode, but the couple episodes behind. She was last Nola. recording session. Um, we missed yeah. her, and then so we miss him, Frank, as well. But um, we 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 you know we always got this. But here's the difference, and I miss y'all too, and I miss Frank too. But here's the difference. I told you guys, you knew where I was. Right now, I don't know if Frank is in another dimension. If well, he has yeah. a meeting with the Illuminati, if he's been abducted by the aliens from Uranus. I don't know where he is, and I'm a little worried. Frank, we're you know we're a couple a couple days away from putting up his picture on a milk carton. I don't know if people <laughs> still do that, but uh, um, hopefully everything's milk? all right. Um, but again, you know we we miss his uh, we miss his presence, but we we do have a great episode. And who are we who are we talking to in this episode? Oh, Jamie, this is good. This is good. And if you guys are hungry, you may want to eat before you listen to this episode because we are talking to Kim Cavaness, who is the co-founder of FamiliaKitchen.com. Mm. FamiliaKitchen.com. You know where we're going right now. Again, you don't want to listen to this episode on an empty stomach, okay? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, FamiliaKitchen.com, as you're about to hear, is a crowdsourced online cookbook featuring the best abuela cooking and recipes from across the world. You guys have to hear this. It's so incredible. She's giving away trips so that you can cook your way home. If you have the best or the most liked dish every month on the website, she gives you a trip for you plus one to go cook your meal at home. They got with your these family. abuelas. They got these abuelas at the right time because a lot of these, a lot of abuelas I know ain't trying to give up their recipes, but they must have maybe <laughs> got some wine, you know, like started asking some questions. Abuelas started giving up the recipes and they put them on the site. I don't know how they do it, maybe. but they do it. Yeah, maybe she gives out like an abuela swag bag or something. It's like Vicks Vapor Rub, you know, what else? Icy Hot, Cartilago yeah. de Tiburón. It's mm-hmm. all in there for free if you give up the recipe. The important thing is that they got the recipes. Well, however they got it, they got it. And you can go to the site, check out the recipes and cook them yourself. And then people will be like, damn, I didn't know you know how to... I didn't know you knew how to cook like that, Sam, you know. Um, 
Fellas, it's, it's a good yeah, way yeah. to a lady's heart and vice versa. You know what I mean? Think about it. Yeah, Is go it from food? A, go from being a, a fuck boy to a cook boy. You know? Ooh, I like that. I like that. A cook boy. Cook, cook boys boy. are hot. Maybe that could be, cook boys could be a thing, right? There should, that should be a thing. But um, Yeah. You're was, on to something. This definitely was a very delicious, delicious ep- sounding episode. I see what you did there. Yeah. And I appreciate all the food terms. You right. got any more for the audience? Or? Well, um... <laughs> well, we're going to give you a serving of this uh, uh, right now with the interview. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's and, all I got. Um, so I hope your ears are watering. Um, for the, I don't know. Now I'm Ill? losing it. I'm losing Ill? It. <laughs> that just sounds gross. my ears now watered, I was not in a good situation. Sweaty ears, no. Um. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, we hope something salivates your mouth or your ears. Uh, something. Some kind of liquid comes out of some kind of orifice during this episode. Enough of all this. Let us bring you the main course. Let's of, get to the, the meat and potatoes. Let's, We're on the same... The, the potatoes? The meat and potatoes. Let's get the to it. The meat and potatoes, all right? You know, you guys are hungry enough for some content. Let's go. Here's the interview. Oh, that was a you lot. ready for the interview, Rachel? I'm more than ready. All yeah. right, bon appetit. Oh! Checklist to play. Come see what the fuss is about. Bronx to Broadway. New York's best kept secret is back. Buy your tickets on time. This is the 10th show. 10th show. 10th show. This is show number 10. Again, we're doing this again for the thanks time. It's going to be the 10th sold out show. November 6th. Make sure y'all pull up November 6th. November 6th. November 6th. November 6th, man. At Symphony Space. You don't want to miss it. It's always sold out. Sold out every show. Get your tickets now. Then y'all gonna be calling me outside talking about, can I get in? No, you cannot. We're gonna be in the symphony space now this time. We're gonna be in Broadway. From your mother basement to Broadway now. We're gonna be in the checklist to play. Come on, man. We're going to Broadway. Checklist to play. Get your tickets, man. I'm out. You don't want to miss it. Get your tickets, please. Stop playing. It's your boy, Mr. Commodore. I'm out. So get your tickets at checklisttheplaynyc.com and shout out to all the former guests of the Latinos Out Loud podcast who are starring in the show, including Miss Big B, shout out to Brenda Raquel, shout out to Miss Yaya, Tommy 5K, Mr. Nueva York, and the whole cast and crew. Shout out to y'all. Get your tickets at checklisttheplaynyc.com. you guys it's time here at latinos out loud you guessed it you guessed it you're a good guesser it's time for us to interview someone amazing because you know the only people that we have on this show is amazing type people all right so if you're amazing and you want to be in the show hit us up at we are latinos out loud okay but no this woman is really really amazing because she does something that is so near and dear to our latino hearts people feel me on this she is the co-founder and co-creator of la familia kitchen please put your hands together for kim cavanis come on come on Welcome. 
Welcome. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, Kim was mad early to the Zoom tonight. Uh, I, I just want to go on record for saying congratulations. I don't know any Latina like you. Could, could <laughs> we start the interview that way? Like, how does one being a Latina get somewhere early? Please explain. I know. I just want to formally apologize for being early because it scrambles everybody up. It's a problem. Seven, I, I was like, got to be there at 730. Got to be there. I had this crazy, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's always been a terrible thing because I'm always too early for everything. And I thought I was going to be in this, you know, quiet, theoretical green room. And there I was photo zooming you. I think I'm really sorry. Yo, that's so hilarious though, you guys. Like the waiting room in Zoom is like the green room or even like when you're on there with no camera, you're like, okay, I'm here, but I'm not. But I'm going to crash. Is that okay? And we loved you crashing, by the way. Um, So, okay, now can we talk about your baby, your beauty, something that has already got Jamie's ears perked because he's a foodie. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell us about your site, La Familia's Kitchen, and uh, what could we learn about it right now? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. Mira, this whole site is about the fact that about a year ago, I'm from Puerto Rico, Jamaica Santurce, Santurce, which is, which is San Juan, Puerto Rico. And I, you know, when I get stressed, I cook, right? So I was in the mood to make arroz con pollo, which is pretty much the national dish of my island. And I was looking, you know, I have my mom's recipe. It's really good. I was looking to shake it up. And I went to one of the major websites. I won't name them because why, you know, they were trying. But I looked up arroz con pollo and the first sentence said, chapa jalapeño. Can you imagine? I know. I, I see you shaking your head. It's like, yeah. It's like, what? What's going on here? And, you know, it has to do with that thing where very well-intentioned people, when they try to go Latinx or Latino, they get us all confused because they think, <laughs> hey, if it's Latino, it's Latino. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Never in the history of the world has a jalapeno ever gotten near anywhere in the Caribbean. It doesn't grow. We don't eat it. It's delicious. We love it in guacamole, but that's not ours, right? So I just thought, that is so weird that somebody would get it wrong. And it's one of the really huge major food sites. And I thought, all they had to do was ask an abuela because every right? abuela knows mm. how to make it. Yeah, they would have slapped pollo. their hand away from the they, from the pot. Chocolate tazo, chocolate right there. And so I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do because I was looking for something to do. I've always worked in you know media and advertising, and I'm like, I'm I'm tired of giving away the knowledge that I have away, right? To for people to make money, I want to give it back to our community. And I was looking around, and I'm like, oh, that's the idea. I'm gonna go. Ta- I'm gonna, we're gonna talk to abuela by abuela by abuela, get everybody's favorite family recipe, and collect it because the fact. Is is the kids today don't necessarily have these recipes. And now we have on FamiliaKitchen.com, what we're doing is basically gathering a treasury of the recipes that tell us who we are and that send us home. And I'm calling las abuelas and I'm saying, tell me how you make your, you know, sancocho or your arepitas de yuca. And they're like, tu sabes, I've never given this to anybody. It's in my head. And so I'll sit with them on the phone. I'll take the recipes. I I attribute it to them and then I post them. And what I want to do is have this super authentic, the biggest, the most trusted, the most authentic treasury of all of our recetas from everywhere who speak Spanish, everywhere who came, who if you're Spanish speaking and you're missing home, how do you cook your way home? I want that recipe and I'm going to take care of it like it's my child. Ooh. And that's what I'm doing with my partner, Lisa, and the team. And we're just gathering them and it's going to be the best and the biggest. And no more, nobody will ever have to go get the wrong ingredients again from somebody guessing yeah. at how we cook. How to cook you know? your way home. Put that on a yeah, bumper cooking sticker. Our way home. That is so deep. Kim, uh, you know, yeah. I know there's there, you know, there are some of the older generation 
that keep their family recipes under lock and key. Like they're just like, no, it stays with me. Um, did you did, have you found any like abuelas who are like kind of like I don't I'm not sharing that with you. That's something that only a few people uh, get to get to you know get to see. You are singing my song. Yeah. I hear that often and I respect that. If that's the way that you feel, then God bless you. That's fantastic. But then I'll just say, just make sure that you write it down and give it to somebody in your family yes. and it doesn't go with you. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I'm really happy, but can I remind you, please, because I've talked to a lot of my friends who lost recipes. They said, uh. my grandmother made the best you know pozole ever and she never wanted to share it and now it's gone wow. because nobody ever got it so that's what i don't want to happen and we just don't want to lose those and a lot of these recipes are completely in their heads they don't even use measurements they don't use the word teaspoon they'll say un puñetazo de oregano un you know and so it's just like getting it right and i'm guessing i'm like is it like this and so i just record it byline it to them and all credit goes to them but it's about if we don't keep these recipes, you know, a lot of what we're finding is there's so many families, you know, they they live now here, they miss home. Uh, this is me too. I have a son. He's 14. He only spoke Spanish with me. And then at three, he's like, you know what? I'm going on strike. I will never speak Spanish again. I want to be American. And that was that. Wow. So we don't have Spanish. Now, so I'm forcing him. It's una pelea. You know, it's always this fight about Spanish, but I can make him arroz con pollo and he can taste home. So it's a great way uh. to connect across generations. Las abuelas y los abuelos también. They'll take their grandkids in. They'll take their kids in. And so we want to share that really amazing heritage that you don't have to have language, although we do encourage language always, but you can taste your way home and you can cook your way home. And that's what we want to preserve in this country because it's so connected to identity and to pride and to self-care. And especially with COVID, people couldn't see their families. And so there was a whole lot of phone calls saying, how do you make that amazing chorizo stuffing that we do? You know, and so that's how we have to preserve that legacy. This is, And that's what Familia Kitchen's about. Mm -hmm. This is just so endearing and so beautiful. It's, It's a crowdsourced online cookbook from our- Yes, it is. From our communities, Tia's, and abuelas. That is it's just, it's like tear jerking almost because like for me, and I'm sure for other Latinos out there and Latinas, food is a pillar in my Latino family. Like there are gatherings around the food, you know, like yeah. when there's a special occasion, it's like, I, Tia's gonna make the pernil. Tia's gonna make a pernil. You know, like it's a, you know, it's going down and how excited do we get? And it's not just from the crispiness and that savory crunch of the outside of the pernil. God, I love burnt pernil. But it's more so about what happens when we eat it together. I I don't know. I'm just getting, it's conjuring up all sorts of emotions for me. Um, And I hope you guys out there are all feeling me on that. Like food is is one of the important um, elements in my family that brings us together. So, so cool. Go ahead, Kim, I'm sorry. It's incredible. And also, it's not just the recipe, but it's also every single recipe comes with the four questions that I ask everybody, which is, why is this dish important to you? Who taught you how to make it? Uh, Do you remember the first time you had it? And on what kinds of occasions 
do you make it so that it becomes meaningful to you? Yes. And I think these incredible stories. They tell me about the time that they got engaged because they made this dish for the boyfriend and he loved it and he proposed the next week, you know, and it's these enchiladas and mole. Um, food is just so foundational to our experience and to who we are and how we pass on identity. And that's what I want to get. I want to get, I always want to fuse that story to that recipe not making it too long, but just enough so that you understand that even though I might have, we might have 15 guacamole recipes, they all have a different story and different mix of ingredients and we never correct anything. If this is family, if this is family famous for you, we love it and we respect it and we're going to keep it. And, and you know, the, the Latino community like really appreciate authenticity and, and anything and especially their food. There was there was um, Gordon Ramsay. There was a video that came out. Gordon Ramsay tried to make the pegao, like he tried to make the crispy rice, Puerto Rican. No way, con con. Well, that's what Dominicans call it. And people went off on him. Like Latinos were like, "Why is he trying to like?" You know what I mean? And it's so they can like smell non authenticity from afar. You know, better than they can smell like the food. You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, this is like so authentic and it's so real. Um, and and I think a lot of people appreciate like that about especially you know the food's delicious. They can learn new recipes, but they know it's coming from a from an authentic place. Um, okay, that, yeah. that was just a statement. A question? No, that was that was <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful statement. And I followed that Gordon Ramsay drama really carefully because I thought that was fast. He used the word elevate. Let's elevate uh, this whole right. one, or let's elevate right. and big out. And everyone's like, like <laughs> excuse me, what are you elevating? Big out is big out is big out. Ay, yeah. meal. Um, it's um the holidays are coming up um you know and especially with thanksgiving and christmas is this like do you get like is there a time of year where you get uh more recipes than usual and is it would it be around this time of year i would assume Oh yeah. Christmas explodes yeah. for us. Everybody goes crazy. Everyone's trying to find ways to infuse their Thanksgiving, which is not, there's nothing Latino about Thanksgiving, right? They're very, very different, but everybody feels grateful and everybody loves family and you still have to cook a whole lot of nights. It's not just the turkey, right? Mm-hmm. They all show up. They're all there for seven days. What are you going to make? Well, there will be probably picadillo, you know, at some point, and there will be all these amazing things that you love. And so we get a ton of recipes and, um, you know, tamales. I think we're going to have a special, like the 12 tamales of Christmas Ooh. because there's, you know, like pasteles, Puerto Rico has yep. pasteles. My mom makes that. Yep. You know, we order every yeah, year. Pastel. Every year there's an order and my freezer just has no room for nothing else. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and that just feels so amazing because you've been doing it your whole life. And you're right. The other thing about abuela cooking, by the way, that's really interesting is that it's it's usually not pasteles, but most dishes are easy because abuelas have been making these dishes for so long. They have it down to the essential right. six ingredients. You know, it's not fussy. It's not nouvelle cuisine. It is just like, this is how you make big out rice, this, that, and the other. And you can, it's pretty much guaranteed to be foolproof and delicious. And that's what we're collecting too. And so yeah, cooking your way home. I'd love to know what you guys, like, what is the dish that if, if somebody said, Heine, you know, what is a dish that you love that if I were to make it for you, you would go back to being seven years old in your childhood kitchen and you would feel just fulfilled. I would say pelnil. There's certain people in my family, like, well, you know, my mother and like some aunts that yeah. make a certain type of pelnil that when you have a family gathering, you're asking for like that per- You know, did they did they make their spe- you know did they make the pelnil? Um, yeah. And and even desserts. I mean, you know, f- like I see a lot of flan recipes on your site. And oh yeah. That when I need when it, like I think my cousin's wife makes like the best flan like anytime and and it goes quick. 
So yeah. I'm looking at that on your site, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to try to like make a flan this, this Ooh, Christmas. Ooh, challenge. Maybe, maybe I'm going to challenge her. Yeah. You know. Um. You gotta talk to somebody in your family about the flip because the flip is the most important of the flan, isn't it, Kim? Like you gotta the get flip the flip. Is the most. Oh my god, <laughs> it is so easy to screw up that flip. You gotta get it just right, and then it goes thunk, and then all the caramel comes gushing up. But if you do it too soon, you have yogurt, and that's not oh, good. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Rachel, wait, answer that question as well. What food oh, yeah. brings you back to childhood? I, I'm gonna give a two-part answer because the dish is pastelón de arroz. That was oh my, my whenever I was sick or like, you know, staying home from school, I would ask mommy or somebody, can please let me get some pastelón de arroz. Um, but the dessert, I have to go with Dominican cake. Like that, a big cocho dominicano. I had a tia, rest in peace, tia Clara. She was the cake lady of the family. And cake that lady. was one of the things that got everybody so excited, whether it was a quinceañera, un bautismo, whatever it was. Tia Clara was bringing the cake with the, you know, with the supiro and the little bullets on top that'll crack your cavity or crack your filling if you don't <laughs> eat it with the right molar. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. It's those two things. Pero the, I, I got to bring up something else that we're not even talking about because it's it's really important. Jamie and I are huge fans of like competitions and contests. And oh, yeah. Familia Kitchen has a contest each oh. month. Kim, you got to tell everybody about yeah. this contest. It's a big prize. Oh, yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So every single month, because we wanted to make sure that we give out love and shout outs to all the important Spanish speaking places we come from. We always have uh, one of those like iconic Dominican cake kind of dishes, right? From So if it's like DR, we'll do Sancocho. And if it's Venezuela, we'll do Arepas. And we have a contest and we say, everybody send us your recipes. We're going to completely share them back to the world, spotlight you. And then we, p- we pick the three that are the most interesting. We cook those, we put them up and everybody votes. And the one that is the most popular, the one that gets the most likes, shares, everybody loves it. It's the clear winner at the end of the year. We're going to send that person home plus one to the place they came from. So you can literally wow. cook your way home. And that's what we love too. They cook your way home, man. You know, share your recipe. And that's also a message to those abuelas. We really respect the ones that don't want to share. But if you do, it's only going to come back to you because it's going to go to your, to the future generations. It's going to go to your family. We don't want Tia Clara, for example. Does she take her cake recipe with her or does she share it with the family? I mean, no, she sure did take that cake recipe with her, sadly. Exactly. And that yeah. was the cake that made the quinceañera really special. Like, Tia Clara was going to come and that cake was going to be there. And she probably learned it from her mother and from her grandmother. So where's that recipe now? We don't want that to happen. We want to always preserve them. And nobody can steal your recipe. Do you know what I mean? It's how you make it. And if you cook it with love and family meaning and you tell the stories that my mother and my grandmother taught me this, that's why it's important to your family. That cannot be stolen. But So we just have to share, share them, pay them forward. Also, there's another big problem, which is, you know, Grubhub. So Grubhub is so easy to order. The kids today aren't really learning how to cook, right? They think they can't do it. And so if you see how easy it is to make arroz, you know, it's it's much better and it's cheaper and it's faster. And so I want to also just get some basic 101s. You know, you really can learn how to make these really essential dishes and feed yourself. Feed your, feed your, the, the heart inside of you. Feed the Latina or Latino these, inside these of you. Kids, the Latinxer. These kids yeah. need to get off of TikTok and go into the kitchen and learn how to cook. 
Yes, they do. They're all oh, they are watching TikTok, <laughs> and they're watching TikTok cooking videos. You know? right. so, so take that TikTok cooking video into the kitchen and join us, and let's make a super easy, you know, arroz. Arroz con pollo it takes twenty minutes, and you'll be delicious. You'll be fed, and you'll be feeling your Latinx all up. You know, so the, that's what we want to happen. The kids yeah. today—they're also ordering the prepped meals. You know, the kids today—they get the prep meals. Hey, kids, how about you do the meal prep yourself? You know, like there, there is something to be said about just doing it so it's programmed and you can then show your children because even by yeah. watching my mom in the kitchen estoy aprendiendo i'm learning i'm not the best cook but at least i know the core ingredients needed to make arroz con pollo or whatever it is you know what i'm saying that's right you don't have to be a great cook all you have to do is feed yourself there's something really lovely and self-sustaining it makes you feel good that you're eating something that the people of your island or the people who where you came from they've been eating platano since the beginning of time you know how to make tostones awesome you know just feeding yourself in this way that is so traditional is really good that you don't have to sit around and call grubhub and then they get your order screwed up and then they're going to be an hour late and then it gets their cold and you're like you just paid 37 dollars for something that's cold and late and they ate Make some of yourself. my french fries how is this a medium <laughs> fries this is yeah, a small in yeah. a medium box where's the rest <laughs> of the fries kim real quick si. uh is there a dish that you is there a recipe that you would want to carry on and in, in, throughout your family? Is there like one dish? It's like, if I had to like one dish that I make, one recipe that I want to, you know, carry on in my family, what would it be that you make? Well, I've had this revelation, two revelations. One is a, a really good friend of mine, Kathleen, gave me the tres leches cake that she made. After Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, they had all these relatives from the island. They showed up in their apartment in New York City and she made tres leches cake and it comforted everybody. It made everybody feel like they're being taken care of and they were home and life sucked and people were suffering and terrible things were happening. And just for one moment, they ate this cake together. And it was it's just a cake that we've been making across Latino countries for hundreds of years because it, we're in the tropics and you make it with condensed milk and it doesn't go bad mm. you know so it's actually about self-preservation and survival and identity so that's one i just made it from friends the other night and it was it's a revelation the other one is my husband's cousin is from california and they have mexican and new mexican roots and she taught me how to make tortillas and that was uh, mind-blowing nice. tortillas in my life are one of those categories like ketchup just things that you never need to learn how to make because you can buy them anywhere <laughs> all you can do seriously and i learned how to make it takes five minutes and it transforms what you think a taco is those tacos that you're buying from you know the store they don't even taste anything mm. like when you just make a little bit of masa a little water squeeze it and just five literally 30 seconds each side it it changes everything so now i can't stop making tortillas Ooh. i'm puerto rican but i'm I've just taken to this whole mexican thing right now i i'm obsessed with tortillas it's game changing so i really nice. encourage you guys it's game changing transforms your life and who doesn't love a taco Ugh. take it to the next level now take it to yeah. the next level and it's yes. not like i mean we're in new, you know in new york it's not like you can get the best Mexican food anyway here. I mean, you know, you can get some decent ones, but if you can make your own, yeah, you'll be make you'll be own. popular among your friends too. You'll be like, some, yo, I'm I'm making I'm making tortillas. Tonight. Come on over, yeah, I'm making yeah. tortillas exactly. and get a little press. The press is ten bucks, you know. So you but can how do great it, is so. that too? Like, so I have friends too that are also associated with a dish. Like, shout out to my homegirl Francis, Jamie. You know Francis. Mm -hmm. Francis is known for the Puerto Rican style macaroni salad. Like, er, that's just oh, synonymous nice, with Francis. Nice. Every time we every summer, it's like, is Francis bringing the macaroni salad? Yes, you know, like. <laughs> It's just synonymous with her. How crazy. And she's not a chef by no means, but, you know, it's just 
being Latina and being in the kitchen. It's so heartwarming. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of pressure on these people that have the signature dishes because if they want to mix it up, you know, they're, people they are going to be disappointed. They're going to be like, true too. what do you mean gluten-free? Que eso? Right, right. <laughs> we <laughs> like gluten, <laughs> Nana. I want all the gluten all the time. And don't be thinking about making anything else except for that macaroni salad because Ooh, that's your thing. That's I need thing. it. I know. Yeah. I know. It's true. So, Familia Kitchen, are you guys on social? Should people be following you as well? Please follow us on social. Please, you know, sh- see what we have. Share what you have. If you don't want to share, we respect that too. And we love you madly. But at least look at what we have and, you know, get people cooking around you, even little things, because it makes us feel connected. It makes us feel, you know, it's all about feeding people we love. Feed the people you love in your life. Keep them close. This COVID is a very terrible thing we're going through. We need community. And to to go out and cook a dish that's important to you and feed it to somebody who you love is one of the most profound things we can do for each other. So that's that's my message. FamiliaKitchen.com, FamiliaKitchen.com. And across all social work, Familia Kitchen cooks. So yeah, come join us and help us tell the story and create the largest, most trusted and biggest and best treasury of all the dishes that we cook our way home with. Ooh, That's the goal. I can't yeah. wait. I'm going to be on the site and I'm definitely going to try to cook a dish a week from your site. That's my goal for oh the next couple of weeks. Mira, and I would be so honored if you feel ever feel like sharing your pastelón de arroz, you know, just get those simple dishes. That Those are the ones that mean the most to people. The ones that are like childhood, abuela cooking, we call it. Abuela cooking. You're inspiring yeah. me. I have never asked my mother to write it down for me or I have never yeah. recorded yeah, it. And it's not even in my head that clearly. I just see it from visuals. Uh, but this is inspiring me to just ask the question. And I'm sure she's going to love it. I'm sure she's going to, mija, sit down, siéntate, you know, <laughs> and then talk me through all the ingredients and what countries they come from and, you know, what her grandmother did to get her to them. make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when, when did she first have it? And I encourage you to put on, to turn on your voice memos on your phone because you want all the stories. Uh. You know, if, if you're trying to write it, she'll be like, you'll, you'll be crossing it out. One fourth, no, one half, no, three fourths <laughs> of a teaspoon. Wait, um, boy, no, just turn on the tape recorder, let her tell you the story and then l- later write it down because you'll get the most amazing memories and stories. I see. I Ay, mija, we forgot about the canela. You know, like, <laughs> I can, I can. Wait, did I tell? I forgot to tell you to cut to, to uh, chop it all. Yeah, sorry. Back it up, back it up, back it up. It's like that. Ay, yeah. Dios mío. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for coming oh, on the show. Thank you both. And you go, girl. This is such an amazing Get endeavor. Out. And you mentioned earlier that you were an advertising executive, I believe, or you were doing something completely different. You know, journalism. Journalism, media, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I just bring all those skills into this. And it's just so fun yeah. to put all that stuff that we learn into something that you believe in, that's good for the community, that's healthy for us. It's about identity and connection. And it's so fulfilling. I see I'm just so honored to be here and I love what you guys do and I just want to spread the word through food same thing that you guys are doing about you know culture and joy and we're in such difficult times but there's so much joy too and it comes from getting together and loving each other and you know caring for each other that's how we stay close to where we're from and what we do well said Kim I don't want to host this podcast anymore I just want you to <laughs> can you host this podcast because you're so, you're so well spoken I mean you're taking the, Chica. Yeah, you're great and, and you're prom and you're early so you you know, we would never, we would never start the podcast. I'm never early. I'm never, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever early anywhere. 
I don't know how to be late. I always try to be late because I'm trying not to be, you know, uncool and fast me early. And I thought, but I, I can't help it. I'm just, there's some early weird DNA in me somewhere. Uh, I gotta get rid I of have it. you on such a platform. <laughs> I salute you, seriously. So it's one thing to be synonymous with the macaroni salad, but it's really great to be synonymous with being on time and or early. So <laughs> rock out, rock out. That's fantastic. I'm learning from you more and more. And I've only met you just a half hour ago. Um, anyway, Kim Cavanis, thank you so much. You guys yeah. go to familiakitchen.com right now. Ahora mismo. Adios, adios. Ahora mismo. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank you, yeah, thanks, guys. Take, take care. Okay, ciao. Oh my God, I'm going to go open my refrigerator. That interview was amazing. And don't you just love what she's doing for the culture? What a I celebration. Do. It's a great idea. It's a great idea that um, I'm surprised she got so many abuelas to like to be down for it. But um, go to the site now. Make some make some delicious food. And like the holidays are coming up. So yes. get your holiday dishes. You know, impress your family. I really enjoy the interview. Me too. FamiliaKitchen.com, you guys. Check it out. Hey, submit a recipe or submit your abuela's recipe or your mom's recipe. How cool would that be? That'd be but fun. But with their permission. With their permission, please. <laughs> yes, of course. Mira, I heard you putting out like my, my recipes online. <laughs> Why Jamie, what's going on? What's Mira? That's not how I raised you. Why the heck my mofongo recipe on your boy's Instagram page? Tell me. Tell me why. Because now it's not even an argument about other women anymore. It's about like recipes, like food. Um, But don't get food jealous, ladies. It's not a thing. It's It's not real. No. But anyway, thanks for checking out this episode of Latinos Out Loud. We look to continue to highlight these kinds of people doing it for the community, moving the culture, moving people forward. So hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud across the socials or on our website. You can email us at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com. You can even call us. Seriously. You can. can. We have a phone number. It's 978-LATINOS. Doesn't get easier than that. Two ninety nine a minute for the first for the first no, minute. No, mentira, mentira, um, mentira. And then ninety nine cents every additional minute. That's um, a lie. That's a lie. No, it's free. It's free. it's free. It's free. It's free. Um, it's free. Ninety nine. Uh, it's free. Ninety nine. Um, and also, we cannot do this show without a behind the scenes squad. The squad. Whoop, whoop. So we got to shout out our three amigos. Paco de Pablo, <laughs> producer, supervisor in the house. Uh, who else, Rachel? Our producer, Mitzi Hernandez. And the guy that, that, that is responsible for, for you even, even being able to hear us, Augusto like, Martinez. I would not have a voice if it weren't for Augusto. Okay? Augusto Martinez. I would not have a voice. Seriously. engineer extraordinaire. Um, so without these three, we, you know, we're, we'd be doing this, um, on our webcam, you know, alone, alone, no or unless we had an OnlyFans page, but I don't know. That takes a lot, a lot of setup. Well, some of us do, Jamie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, on the low. <laughs> Rachel got an on the low. She's like on the low. She's making a lot of bank on, on OnlyFans, but we don't know where to find her or what she's doing, but she got it. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this has been really fun. Um, yeah. Hit us up if you got somebody in your head that you think should be interviewed on Latinos Out Loud. We want them. Bring yeah. them over. Let's go. And on that note, I believe we're out. <laughs>